So we have began by asking how big is God's love for us? I did a search, a Google search and asked a question and I found one interesting answer by an eight-year-old. He said that it's bigger than 999,999,000. He could come up, this is the biggest number he could come up, right? Of chocolate, of gallons of chocolate milk. <laughs> so I thought that's pretty funny. But I began to think and ask the question instead how small can God love be? How subtle can it be for us and for me? Remember last week. Father Steve spoke about the background noise behind us that's clouding us from hearing the shepherd's voice we hear in today's gospel that the sheep knows his voice. But often, as I come to know a little bit of my own journey, that the shepherd's voice is very subtle. In a sense, it's very small. You can hardly hear when this background noise is so loud we can't hear his voice so I begin to ask the questions how small can God's voice be that shepherding voice of love for us that tells us that he loves us for who we are that tells us many things the truth about ourselves and about him for us how small how refined and how subtle is this voice of love for us so for me this voice is in one way comforting and also it's confronting this subtle voice of love it is um, demanding and yet liberating. I can only count maybe only a few that I think I felt the Lord really speaks kind of, you know, directly. We don't have, in a sense, a direct line, a telephone line, you know, a mobile phone, emergency line to God. We do, in a way, but sometimes the answer doesn't come as as we like it to be, you know, an SMS from God or something like that. We don't have that. And yet, you know, there are a few moments, um, particularly in my life, that I felt I heard his voice. And perhaps you will allow me to share a little bit of that. And being the Good Shepherd uh, Sunday, it reminds me about um, 10 years ago, a bit over 10 years ago, I was sitting in, um, in the cathedral in Melbourne. The mass was cancelled and well, moved another two hours, so I thought I'll wait and pray a rosary. And during that rosary time, I wasn't thinking much, and it's this really subtle voice saying, be my priest. And yeah, I thought, wasn't thinking about that and it started to resound a little bit more. It's very subtle as if it's not a heardable one. It's kind of in the heart. 
And, um, and for some reason I responded. Very dangerous response. And look where I am now, right? I responded like Mother Mary. Well, she says, you know, be done to me according to your word, for I am your servant. So, why did I do that? <laughs> anyway, I did. I responded like that. And that little voice has taken me. I can tell you it's not a very comfortable journey, to say the least. It's definitely a very life-giving. It's, it's inviting me. It really brings up a lot in me. It challenges me. So many times I've been so afraid in just following that little voice. It's a voice of love, I believe. And I have so many questions as to how is that going to happen? I was already 30-something back then. Can you believe that? You know? <laughs> and, and yet, it, it, I, I believe now, eight months ago I was ordained, and, and that was a voice of love. That voice after I was able to quieten down, and, and now I can hear that subtle voice of the Lord, I was able to also respond in my own brokenness and capacity. But that voice of love, I mean, mind you, I wasn't the best candidate at all to tell the truth. I was a very broken uh, man. If I tell you everything, you will all go home. <laughs> right? I was addicted uh, with many things at different parts of my life. You know, gambling was one of them. I was freed back then, but it took a while. And it wasn't until I was freed of many of the addictions I have that the Lord started to speak to me, that voice of love, that shepherd voice. And, you know, we do, we can recognize this voice. I recently, I, we don't watch many television, but somehow the only television I watched and I went to a friend's place and we watched, you know, the voice? You know that voice where Delta Goodram and everyone was there? It's quite an interesting one, isn't it? They had to really listen carefully and listen to the voice of, you know, the, um, those who were auditions. And it was very interesting that she, uh, Delta, picked one, and it was someone that, who had come before. She couldn't quite tell, and she was really surprised. So, but we have even a better ability, I think, in each one of us, inside of our hearts, in, you know, those hidden places in our hearts where the Lord really dwells that we can recognize his voice. We know it. For some reason, we just know because we are made by him, right? It's that little voice of love that will challenge us and yet comfort us. It will demand everything of our life because he wants to give that fullness of life which he says he will. And that shepherd is the one that gives all his life for us. Why do we need to be afraid? Pope uh, Benedict says, you know, aren't we somehow afraid to welcome Christ? I don't have the full quote, but he says like that. Uh, aren't we somehow afraid that if we give uh, Christ all our life, that he will take the joy from, from our lives, that he will take the, th the very things that makes us happy and, and fulfilled. And yet, he is the one that can fulfill us. We are made so great in his image that, that 
There's so much in life, and He's calling us out of love. He's calling us, and He has, He has done. He has, um, you know, if you said the love of God is bigger than that, then He has, you know, really stretched out His hands on the cross for us uh, to say that He loves us no matter what. And if we fail to respond to His invitation of love, He is always there for us to forgive. So what more can we have from Him? Why should we be afraid to let ourselves and take all those background noise and invite that voice, that little subtle um, shepherd voice of love to come into our lives?